0: Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Our WhatsApp number is 87 It's time for part two of Thank You for Holding where Simon Tierney gets paid to, for sitting around listening to call-holding messages and this week, God love him, uh, Simon's been listening to call-holding music. Afternoon, Simon.
1: Afternoon, Sean.
0: Uh, now, it drives people mad but is there a kind of a logic to having the music
1: at all? The number one function of hold music is to stop people hanging up the phone. Mm. That's always been like that since the 1960s when it started because people are worried that the business is worried if there's silence that people will think that the line has gone dead when in fact it hasn't. And we know from studies that that is true. And There was a study with a very large sample conducted a few years ago with 20,000 callers who were put on hold and um, in the first group, they were put on hold with no no music. And uh, 50% of the callers hung up before one minute of waiting had elapsed. Mm. And in the second group, uh, they did play hold music and only 13% hung up during the first minute. So people just... Presume that dead air means that the call the call has has uh, has gone cold.
0: Yeah, you, and you would, I suppose, nowadays if if you hear nothing, you just assume they've cut you off.
1: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and also I suppose I mean, like, what keeps coming into my mind during this research is why does a business pick a particular type of music to yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, um, and there's such variety. Like someone was tweeting me earlier about the old uh, telecom Aaron uh, and subsequently aircom hold music which was um uh Whitney Houston uh song and it was so infamous at the time because people used to be driven demented by it hmm. <laughs> it was a particularly famous one in Ireland and you kind of think well why do why don't companies change it if it's really really irritating
0: um i know it sticks in your head there so, was a, yeah, i won't name them but it was a a, a, a... Clinic in Ireland that does vasectomies, their whole music was the
1: first cut is the deepest. But they no thought that way. was funny.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just cruel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I suppose what I did discover during the research was that, generally speaking, instrumental as opposed to lyrical mm. music tended to be uh, preferred by customers. Because, firstly, when you have uh, singing, Uh, in that low-fidelity format, it doesn't tend to sound very Very good. good. And secondly, um, it draws too much attention to the fact that you're on hold, I think. Mm. Um, There's one example that I know probably a lot of listeners will be familiar with because it's one of the most famous uh, hold musics. And I wanted to open with it today. It's the hold music that's used by Aer Lingus, Uh, anyone who's ever been put on hold by them. But it's quite an interesting story and it goes to show how whole music is created in the first place. This was written by a woman called Harriet Goldman, who I discovered is a working musician. She's in her 60s. She lives in Boston um, in in the US. And um, she has never played a live music concert in her life. Um, She is virtually unknown, Mm. but her music is played probably more than any other artist in the world on a per- Day basis, uh, which is extraordinary when yeah. you think about it. In terms of the amount of music that's consumed by, by one single artist, Harriet's right up there, yeah. but you've never heard yeah. of her. Now, this music um, is also used by Delta Airlines, JetBlue, Costco, NASDAQ, uh, the National Railway in Japan, Dartmoor Prison in England, Nice. T- uh, hundreds of hotels and restaurants, the New York Times, and our own Aer Lingus. Have a listen to this.
0: OK, a bit of uh, New York Jazz Club going on there uh, with Harriet. Did, like, I mean, does she deliberately set out to get into writing this kind of music? And did, I, assume, I assume she gets paid for it. Does she?
1: Absolutely. Uh, but she didn't set out to. It was One of her colleagues suggested that if she did an instrumental version of that song, which previously had ah. lyrics on top of it, that they would be able to license it in a different way um, for, you know, Uh, kind of Muzak-type formats for hold Mm. music, and it was picked up.
0: Gosh. And so what basses... Is she paid, I wonder? Is it like, does she get money every time it's paid out or something like that? Yeah, so
1: the way it works in an Irish context, at least, is that IMRO, the Irish Music Rights Organisation, they look after hold music. So it means that you pay on a per annual basis. Okay. so in Ireland, if you have between one and five telephone lines in your business, then you will pay €111.08 as an annual hold music fee. Ah. Which doesn't sound like a huge amount, but if you're a small enterprise, uh, maybe you'll write the music yourself.
0: Yeah, maybe. Still though, Harriet's maybe coining it, I must say. So somebody at some point decided... We have to put music while we're putting people on hold. Who was that?
1: Yeah, he was a gentleman by the name of Alfred Levi, um, or Levy, perhaps uh, is how you pronounce it. And it was in nineteen, the mid nineteen sixties. He owned a factory um, in the states, and. This is, of course, just to give it a little bit of cultural context, John, was a time when you can imagine businesses were beginning to get a lot more telephone traffic um, because more and more people had access to telephones. Simple Mm -hmm. as that. The first transatlantic telephone cable had been laid not that uh, far previously to the 1960s. So all those factors meant that uh, something was needed because he discovered that a lot of his uh, callers, when they were made to wait, they were simply dropping the call. Now, what happened was a happy accident. There was a loose phone wire in his building, which was touching a metal girder. There happened to be a radio station next to his factory, and when someone was put on hold, the entire building acted as a giant receiver. Oh, God. And the music from the next door radio station was being fed through that telephone line, and he discovered that the people suddenly weren't hanging up their phones anymore because they were enjoying listening to the music. He decided to patent (laughs) this idea in 1966 and he called it Music on Hold. And the rest is history.
0: Ah, right. So, as we heard there from Harriet's piece of music... The quality isn't great. So are there sorts of music that suited better and other sorts of music you really shouldn't use?
1: Definitely. I really found this. Like, personally, I found that electronic music worked the best. And that's mm. because a lot of electronic music is made on a computer. So the the you can understand how that would transfer quite mm. well to a telephone system. One of the worst... But also, one of the most widely used is classical music, right? The reason it doesn't work well is because when you're crushing it down to that really low fidelity file, the quiet parts become really fuzzy and the loud parts, the orchestral, the really big orchestral parts, uh, become distorted. Yeah. Um, now, this really came to a head in 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic when the UK government were using, and this is widely used, people will be familiar with this, the Spring uh, Concerto of Vivaldi's Four Seasons. That one. Um, Now, it was the Department of Work and Pensions, they used this. So people who were on trying to get their dole sorted or whatever it was or get their pension sorted were on a loop of Vivaldi's four seasons endlessly for sometimes for up to an hour one person described (laughs) it as a particularly cruel and unusual punishment that they were being put through Um, so eventually the campaign got to a head and the UK government had to drop Vivaldi
0: But obviously, it didn't sound as good as
1: that. Uh, uh, no, really, I, no.
0: I, I would have thought. So, um, you did a few a few ring rounds here. Uh, what tunes did you get to hear?
1: Yeah, okay. So, one I wanted to look at is because the pattern that I found emerging was that some companies were really good at matching music to the service or product that they were providing and some weren't. Mm. Um, An example of the latter, I have to say, is uh, the housing department in Dublin City Council. This is quite an interesting one, right? I was listening to the music when when they put me on hold to try and see what it was. And I shazammed it, and what came up was a track called Musica Relejante para Olvidar Problemas, mm. if you'll forgive my Spanish accent. Then I put that into Google Translate, and this translates as relaxing music to forget problems. This is the <laughs> housing department <laughs> of Dublin City Council.
0: <laughs> well, they have a sense of humour.
1: Now, let's play this and see if this is the type of music that would make you forget your housing problems. Busy at present. Please hold, and your call will be answered in
0: rotation. Well, that's because they're under their desk, because their hands over their ears. Uh,
1: that's not at all relaxing. That music. No, amazing. it goes right through your head. Yeah. I will not listen to that. That is like thumping. Bring back the...
0: Whitney. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's thumping the keyboard. Oh my <laughs> god, that's uh, uh, that's awful. Uh, the one Texas says I was a Meteor customer back in the day. Their whole music was chasing cars by Snow Patrol. I cannot hear that song without getting rage-filled flashbacks. It's a form of torture. Someone else says, i remembering in a company and the tune playing was Don't Worry, Be Happy. Did not work. Uh, there's one Irish company plays the Nutcracker Suite and you're hoping you won't get interrupted, uh, says Paul. Okay. oh wow that's cool. okay someone okay. likes it yeah so is it is there a breakdown in terms of what kinds of music is most favored
1: yeah, so what I discovered through the companies that I surveyed Sean was that um electronic music was the most popular choice for companies and organizations so thirty eight percent of the groups that I surveyed were using electronic music <clears throat> um, Classical came in second, and really, it's just not a good choice. Mm. It really doesn't work. That came in at 31%, and then uh, at the lower end, but still a quarter of the market, was occupied by pop and jazz um, at 23%. Now, what I did find was that, as I mentioned a moment ago, electronic music was probably the most user-friendly choice. I think that it works best... On uh, uh, in this medium of, of listening to music on a telephone. There was one that is used by the Irish government departments and it's called the Skype song, right? And it's by an artist who goes by the name of User30 and you will definitely recognise this. It's one of the most widely used hold musics around the world. <laughs> Yeah. It kind like, of send you off to sleep. Maybe, it would though. send you off to sleep, but it, it's, I don't think it's as irritating yeah, as yeah. as other ones. Like, if you were listening, I don't think you'd be aware if you were listening to that on a loop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes, indeed. It's quite no, inoffensive. It would
0: be, yeah. Mick in Limerick says, I will never listen to the script again because of air.
1: Oh, dear.
0: There you go. So they're actually doing them,
1: you know, yeah. doing them damage. I wonder, do some bands like just say, we're not doing ads, we're not doing hold music. Yeah, yeah. Know, it, it might be considered a bit of a sellout. I don't know. Um, there was a couple of examples of where the music that a company chose had particular resonance with the service or product that they mm. were providing. So we listened to the Aer Lingus tune a few minutes ago. The name of that track is My Time to Fly, right? So okay. you can see how that works. Yeah. Um, there's another one in the Irish market that I thought worked quite well But unfortunately, again, it's got lyrics in it and anything with lyrics just sounds not so good. It is Electric Ireland's hold music and it's called Shine On You, where you can get the resonance there with the product that they're providing. Um, It's written by uh, a New York band called The Duke and The King, who are a well-known band uh, in New York. And I suppose the song was clearly given, was chosen to give the caller a, a sort of a positive feeling about the product that they're selling. On you. On you. Once you have
0: retrieved your account. Yeah, me and Simon have to put our uh, lighters away uh, after that. <laughs> Simon, Tierney, uh thanks a million. Uh, you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief,
1: weekdays at
0: 2 p.m.
1: with Energlaze on News Talk.